Hey guys, welcome to episode 35 of the Natty Cast. I am your host, Peter Bowman, and in this episode, I'm going to touch on my reverse diet, give an update on that, but mainly I wanted to talk about my recent vacation I just went on, and this was kind of a big deal for me because in past um, past years, all my vacations were usually super s- stressful, and I've gone into all of them from the standpoint of like a deficit, mainly because a lot of them were like beach vacations, and you always want to, you know, cut back a little bit, look a little better for the beach, and things like that. But yeah, so this was one of those. So it was we went to a, a lake. We went to Smith Mountain Lake with like um, my entire family, pretty much. And the reverse diet, reversing my calories up beforehand, was so beneficial. Um, it had nothing to do with the trip, but it just kind of like worked out that way. So essentially, I got my calories to like around twenty eight fifty. Uh, 28 almost 2900 I think maybe it was 2900 going into the trip and previously I've gone into these trips like from a depleted state you know eating closer to 2000 calories Um, and that's just not good because you know your hunger is elevated your hormones your leptin and ghrelin they're more um, you know depleted so you're hungrier you have more cravings and on vacation that's what people do you know they eat food that's more dirty, more palatable, like all that stuff is everywhere when I go on vacation. Plus there's drinking, things like that. So it's really not a great point to go into. Like it's not a good situation, especially when you're going to be more apt to, you know, indulge and eat certain things that you don't want to. And usually most of the time, like training situations, they aren't ideal. You obviously can't, if you're dieting, you can't stick with like your cardio as well. Um, And your training is probably going to suffer depending on if you even have a gym to work out at or, you know, if the gym's um, less ideal. Um, But reversing helped so much because I just wasn't as, you know, hungry. And plus I made it a point to, you know, be active. We were doing... There was a lot of like swimming and we like tubed and boated and all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty act like that's activity, right? So you're going to be burning some calories through that. Um, but also I made it a point to, you know, walk. I would go on um, a walk in the morning for like 30 minutes to even I did close to an hour some days just because I was, you know, doing stuff on my phone, Instagram, like email. So just keeping busy like that. And then I'd also go for a walk after our big meal of the big meal of the day, which was dinner. And that really helped just getting my activity up. And actually, surprisingly, I stuck to my diet fairly well. I actually drank the like second day we were away. I drank like three days for, throughout this whole trip. And I drank the second day. Um, and I fit that kind of into my macros um, and whatnot. So that was good. I didn't end up like, you know, binging or going crazy like I have on previous vacations. Um, And actually midway through, I was like losing weight. So my weight dipped down to like 191. And I was just reminding myself that like, you know, it's tempting to kind of, you know, when you see numbers dip like that to kind of, you know, lower calories and like try to, you know, 
lose some weight or something, see if you can see some more definition the next day or things like that. Um, but I, the, I know the goal right now for me is not to lose weight. I want to keep my metabolism revving. So when I saw those low numbers, I actively increased some calories the next day because I wanted to continue with my routine of being active um, and walking and all that stuff. So even though my calories were supposed to be 2,900 for this week, um, I actually had like several days that were close to 3,500. And this was mainly because, you know, I was including alcohol and things like that on a few, on several days, but mainly because you know, I don't want to lose weight. I was telling myself, I don't want to lose weight. That's not the goal. Um, you don't necessarily want to see the weight increase to a super high levels, but losing weight for me right now is not the goal. So I just kept telling myself that and made myself eat a little bit more at the end of the day. You know, I gravitated towards protein. Um, I finished pretty much every day with like 10 egg whites with like, um, a bunch of spinach. So that really filled me up at the end of the day, which was great. And, you know, training wasn't ideal either. I didn't really have many good sessions there. The gym was all right, but um, it was pretty subpar. It was pretty small. And like the equipment there wasn't top of the line. Like the bench was pretty piss poor. It was like one of those narrow, it was like super narrow for some reason. And like, you couldn't even almost get back on it. It's like the rack was like in a super awkward position. Like I'm used to like getting under the bar like digging my shoulders in, but I almost like was going off the pad. So my workouts weren't that great. My bench day definitely suffered. Like my form was completely off. I had to lower the weight. Um, I wanted to try, you know, stay with my progression. I did like 310 uh, the past week for like three sets of five. And I wanted to, you know, see if I could match that again or possibly hit a set of 315 for like four or maybe five if I could. Uh, but that wasn't the case, you know, it, the situation wasn't ideal and I had to lower the weight. So I just did like 295 for reps that day, um, like three to five reps, a few sets. Uh, I couldn't get five reps for each set, not even close, um, partially because I did drink the day before. So that could have something to do with it, but it was mainly just because the bench was so awkward. Um, and yeah, so actively raising the calories was, you know, a really good decision on my part because now that I'm back in the swing of things, um, you know, back having foods that I actually more foods that are available, which I like to eat, you know, back on my regular diet. Um, I don't follow a meal plan, but a lot of my meals are like staples. So I have like, you know, five to six go-to meals and I don't get tired of them really. So I eat them most pretty much every day. So um, it felt really good to get, you know, back on track after the fact, but, you know, it was just amazing to go on a trip and not have like, you know, an insane amount of like cravings and stuff. Cause we had, and I made it a point to like, you know, enjoy myself as well. Like I actively, you know, fit in dessert like pretty much every day. Cause we had dessert every day. So I would like eat less of the dinner and then fit in um, the dessert. And another point um, on previous vacations, usually they would just go so far downhill because like I said, um, like the first day, all this good food would be around. And then, you know, fitness is so psychological because those thoughts comes in your mind like, no, like you're on vacation, like enjoy some food and like all this, all this. 
And then you just, you know, you eat that one piece of like cake. And this is from the standpoint of like being in a diet and you're trying to lose weight. So once you have like that one thing, you, your, your brain kind of just says like, fuck it. I had one piece of cake, might as well eat, you know, three pieces, might as well have ice cream, might as well eat cookies, might as well eat the bag of chips, like all that kind of stuff. So that stuff can really mess with you. And this time around, I just made it a point to, you know, enjoy uh, good food, but I did my best to fit it in. So we were making meals, essentially um, dinners, our families, uh, like rotated making meals pretty much every day. And I'm obviously not going to be able to, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, what are the macros on that? Did you weigh it? Like, I'm not going to be able to do that. So I was just intuitive with my tracking. So essentially, I overestimated a bit um, and just tracked the best I could. So I was estimating my meals um, and just adding fats and carbs and like protein into my fitness pal, as opposed to like, you know, searching like some random shit like in the app. So I think that's the best way to do it. And you'll be a lot better at it over time. I think I was definitely, um, you know, pretty right on track. And like I said, um, the first few days I was really good about it, but then I started, you know, dipping in weight. So I actively, you know, increased calories a bit, but I just wanted to touch on that because, um, I think a lot of people try to go into the standpoint of their vacations, especially when they're going to like the beach and stuff from, um, a depleted standpoint. And, you know, they're obviously trying to look good, but the rebound effect is going to be way worse than if you just, you know, slowly, you know, ramped up your metabolism by adding calories like a few weeks prior. Um, you'll, you know, your hunger and cravings will be less, so you'll be less likely to binge, uh, which can throw away like a lot of progress, especially if it's in the beginning of the week and you kind of just say, fuck it for the rest of the trip. That's obviously not ideal. So, I highly recommend if you guys are going on trips to avoid, um, especially if you're like already not in the swing of things, like say you're just out of the blue, just decide, Hey, like I'm going to try to lose like 10 pounds in a month before this trip. Like you're going to have to crash diet pretty hard if you want to come even close to reaching that goal. And then I guarantee you, you're going to gain all the weight back and probably more because I've done it before and it's not fun. I knew it, this vacation was just so much better um, mentally knowing I had like more room to like eat food and things like that. Um, and obviously it was good because I did have a gym this time around previous vacations. I didn't have access to a gym like when I went to Ireland. So that wasn't ideal, but yeah, that was really nice. So I just wanted to, you know, touch on that aspect because it's important to, you know, realize these things. Like it took a lot, it kind of took a lot for me to eat more food, um, as opposed to, um, you know, just being like, okay, I'm losing weight. This is, this is kind of cool. Like I'll see like what I look like, you know, it took a lot for me to like kind of up the calories, uh, which may sound stupid, but, um, when you all like, you can see changes in a week, if I just say, say like this next week, I just decided to, you know, put myself in like a thousand calorie deficit, just do like a mini cut for a week. Like you would see changes in the mirror. You would drop the water um, and you'd probably lose a little bit of fat because that's a pretty severe deficit. So it can be exciting when you start to see like big drops like that, like seeing 191 on the scale. 
Um, but I just had to keep reminding myself of my long-term goals. This is not the plan. This is not ideal. I don't want to lose muscle. Like my workouts aren't ideal. Um, it's, you know, it's much easier to lose fat than it is to, um, you know, build muscle. So you got to try to keep, you got to try to tick these boxes off. And in the long run, it'll be so much more beneficial than if you kind of, you know, yo-yo through the motions. So yeah, that was that, that was that trip. It was, it was much better than previous ones. And now, um, I want to touch on where I'm sort of at now in my reverse diet. So calories are currently 3000, which is amazing because it's been a while since I've been eating 3000. Um, the macros are 250 protein, uh, 320 carb and 80 fat. Um, I've been hearing to that pretty spot on some days I've been actually eating a bit more because my fiber has been pretty high. Um, I've been busy a lot of days like with work and stuff. So I have been eating some like protein bars, like quest bars and stuff. And on days where you do that, you're, um, I tend to, you know, add in a little more carbs just because I don't want to get all my carbs from fiber, but I'm not going like, I'll go like 50 calories over my goal or like maybe a hundred some days. And I'm also, you know, assessing my activity. So if I have an extremely active day, like a lot, a lot of steps, then I will, you know, I won't be, you know, I won't be, I won't be stressing about, you know, going over my calories by a hundred as opposed to less than. So it's completely the reverse from when I would diet in the past. You know, you want to, you know, overestimate or whatever, as opposed to like, you know, kind of underestimating and making sure you're getting more calories as opposed to less. So I'm making sure to do that now, now that I'm back on track and back home. Um, and, you know, I know what I'm eating. I can weigh it and all that stuff. So that's kind of what I'm, what I'm trying to do at the moment. And training has been going um, pretty well for the most part. Like I said, during the trip, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't great. But my sessions since being back were pretty amazing. I actually, as some of you may know, I haven't been hitting um, legs. And when I say I haven't been hitting legs, like I've had no real leg workouts and I've had an ab and legs day, and the only exercises I was doing were deadlifts to start, and then I'd do like five ab exercises, and then I'd finish with some like hack squats, and I hack squats, and I'd usually use like the BFR bands on those just to you know kind of get a little more out of it and not go while not going as heavy, just because you know I was dealing with an ankle injury. But actually, over the course of the trip, they didn't have much to work with in terms of legs. So I did test out squatting, and it actually felt good. I didn't have any like hip pain, which was the the main problem uh, with squats prior, and so that was like completely gone. And the ankle really felt fine. So now I'm throwing back in a lot more leg volume. I actually squatted this week. Um, I'm starting light. I did um, a th- just a three by five with um, two seventy five. But I also threw in a pretty good amount of additional volume. I did some heavy leg press. Um, I also deadlifted again. I'm trying to forget what else I did. I know I did something else. Oh, yeah, and I did the hack squats as always and then finished with some abs. So that was a lot more volume than my legs are used to. I definitely did more volume in the past, but I'm slowly going to ramp up my um, leg volume. And I also touched on my post, if you saw it, um, today. Um, that I'm back to hitting shoulders as well, like lightly, 
So I had shoulder pains as well. Like my right shoulder really bothered me when pressing and like, you know, doing overhead movements. So I was staying away from those and just all my volume came from side laterals. Um, so I did work with some low, low weight um, military press today. It was super light. So I just worked with 95 pounds, honestly, and did like sets of 12. But I did it really slow and controlled and the shoulder felt good and I actually got like a really good pump from it. So that's super exciting because now I know I have a lot and lot of room to progress. So my legs are probably going to blow up fairly nicely in the next few months as well as my shoulders because I'm just going to be slowly ramping up volume. Um, and I really think my body's going to, you know, really benefit from that because now it has the extra calories. I'm going to be able to train these muscle groups a lot harder than I have been. So I should see some good results. So I'm really, really excited for that. Um, but you want to make sure you don't overdo it. So I made it, I only did like OHP today or seated military press because I didn't want to overdo it, you know, immediately going back into it. So slowly going to ramp back the volume for those muscle groups. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just excited for, you know, the gains to come. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to, you know, keep this reverse going. Like I may do, I'm not, I don't plan on doing a mini cut anytime soon, at least not for three months. I've been reversing for like about a month and a half now. So I'm probably going to go at least four months before I even consider changing anything with the diet. Uh, my jumps may get less aggressive now because I am getting close to where I think my body is going to be eating in a surplus, especially if I add in um, activity and things like that. So yeah, that's where we're at. And I just wanted to, you know, come on here and talk about that today because um, the vacation thing was a, you know, a big like mind opener, like that really, you know, struck a chord with me when I started noticing those things during the trip, because, you know, there was, there's good food around all the time and, you know, not like craving it, like, like a demon, like I was in the past was like kind of mind boggling. Like it was, it was really nice for a change. So that is great. So right now I'm really trying to focus on, you know, my training mainly, um, you know, sticking to my macros. And then I'm also trying to optimize sleep. So that's a big one. Um, I have been trying to do that in the past, but it's it's still been a struggle. So I'm working on that. Um, and yeah, sleep, it's crazy because I really notice the difference. Like on days when I get poor sleep, I notice my cravings are a lot higher than if I, you know, got a proper like eight hours. So if you're still have having issues sleeping, I highly recommend you try to, you know, work these things out. Um, a big, big thing that will probably help is just getting in bed earlier. So even if you like, I have a lot of trouble sleeping, so it can kind of take me like almost like an hour to fall asleep at times, maybe even more. So I make it like a staple to like on days where I'm not doing like anything at night to try to get in bed by like, you know, 8.30 to like nine sometimes. And I won't always fall asleep. I still have issues, you know, being on my phone because, you know, I'm on Instagram and things like that. So a lot of the times I'm checking um, DMs, uh, checking posts and just like scrolling through like everyone does. So I'm trying to get off my phone sooner, but, you know, getting in bed definitely, you know, helps because, Usually whatever time I get in bed, it takes me like at least an hour. So if I'm getting in bed at 11, that means I have to, like, I'm going to wake up 
or fall asleep by like midnight, like at the earliest. So I'm working on that. And yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this today's episode, guys. I just wanted to, you know, touch on these few things. Um, I'm really excited to keep you guys updated with the reverse as well as training because I am making, you know, strides right now at the moment, I believe. So, yep, that's exciting. And I will talk to you guys next time. So if you have any questions, I think I'm going to do a Q&A on here eventually um, where I'm just going to post, you know, one of those stories where you can drop a question and then I'll probably just answer them all on the podcast or as many as I have time for. So I look out, look out for that. And then I'm also planning to have a few more guests on. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. And if you like the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed on iTunes, um, that helps me out as well as Reva rating. If you leave a rating and review that helps, you know, more people, you know, see it generically through iTunes, as opposed to me just like plugging it. So that could really help out. So if you enjoy it, I would really appreciate that. Um, and then, yeah, so I hope everyone has a great day and I will talk to you guys in the next one.